welcome to Chiropractic United podcast series for October 4th, 2011. This podcast is brought to you by Chiropractic Biophysics Seminars. For more information on CBP technique, browse to idealspine.com. Also brought to you by Dr. Fred DiDomenico of Elite Coaching. To see how Dr. Fred can bring your practice to new heights, browse to elitecoachingllc.com. And finally, by my company, PostureCo, makers of the award-winning Posture Screen mobile app, as well as the x-ray digitizing software suite known as Posture. For more information, browse to postureanalysis.com. Now, let's get started. Here we are, Kyrie United, October 4th, Tuesday, once again, for another exciting interview with myself, uh, Dr. Fred DiDomenico of Elite Coaching, Joe Farentelli of Posture Co. and Posture Screen, and our absent partner and co-founder, Dr. Indeed Harrison of CBP. And Kyrie United, again, was founded for subluxation-based corrective care chiropractors to bring you the latest in research, uh, a mega-philosophy uh, purpose, patient management, and all kinds of cool stuff. So tonight we have a rock star, thank you very much, Paul Reed from the Pacific Northwest, uh, another homeboy up here in the Pacific Northwest who's doing awesome things, growing uh, subluxation philosophy with uh, Epoch Groups and just put on a big fat uh, philosophy seminar, Big Top. So welcome, Paul. How you doing tonight? Doing awesome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Good. So you got some vision up here for the Northwest. Everybody thinks we're way out in the boonies out here. They forget about us up in the top corner here. Yes. Uh, you're making some things happen. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your history and what your vision is? You know, we're just trying to shake the trees and make the fruit fall. So, um, yeah, you know, I've been in practice 13 years and, and always been pretty well, really philosophically principled subluxation based practice and, and, uh, always trying to get the message out to more docs and, and, uh, Following suit with Billy D and some of the other other leaders, I just felt uh, the need to get the Pacific Northwest cranking and enrolling. That's why we put on this year the first ever Big Top Legacy Gathering, and it was a huge success. And uh, continue to hope that 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 thing grow this next this next year. So, so you went to Western States, right? I did. So, how the heck did you get philosophy? I knew where in the heck I was going going into that place. So, yeah. So, how was that? You know, I've been getting adjusted since I was 13 and uh, knew at that time that I was going to be a chiropractor as soon as I was done with my my blessed sports career. And uh, so I just kind of had my head on my shoulders going into there and, and had been pre-framed from, from field docs as to what to expect and, and how to approach it. And uh, so I just kind of put my head down and did what I had to do to get in and out as fast as possible and, and get out in the in the real world. So. So what happened when you were 13? Do you have one of those uh, chiropractic miracle stories or was It was, you know, I I was again highly competitive and I was actually wrestling. I was 8th grade at the time and I was wrestling a, uh, a actually a college guy at Portland State in a at a club. Anyhow, jacked my low back up and my dad had been seeing this guy and took me in and um, cleared me out right there on the spot and I knew at that time you know that I'd uh, I'd serve humanity through chiropractic following that adjustment, and I you know met my current wife a year later, and said you know when I'm done I'm done with my sports, I'm going to serve people through this crazy thing called chiropractic, and sure enough, here I am. So it's it was it was good. So you met her a year later after eighth grade. So yeah, uh, <laughs> no, that's what I was going to say. That's a powerful adjustment, brother. <laughs> 
saw the light and saw an angel. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, that's right. It's, if, as Schiffman used to teach us when I was working with Dr. Schiffman, that uh, the adjustment can connect man the physical with man the spiritual. So dialed me in. How cool is that? <laughs> well, also, you know, I know you personally, so we've known each other. It feels like, I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah, eight years or so. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you weren't just a wrestler, man. I mean, you were a stud athlete. So you went to state, um, you know, so there was some there was some trauma. So all through that, were you getting adjusted? Yeah, yeah, you know, I've, yep, exactly. I've been getting, you know, I um, at least once a week all through high school. And I got to college and, and played football over Washington State. And, and they uh, were fortunate enough to let me do the same thing with the D.C. there in town. And so, yeah, I've been getting adjusted at least once a week since, since that time, since high school, really, since ninth grade. Nice. So you came out of school just on fire, uh, you know, because school taints you. So <laughs> yeah. how, how did you make it through school and not come out freaking diseased? <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, honestly, I don't know. I, uh, other than, than staying connected with my docs um, locally, and that's part of the reason that um, – I started the monthly gatherings down here just simply because that was pivotal and critical in my career um, and, and my practice um, or my future practice, I should say, was staying connected with docs that were actually doing it and uh, could encourage and strengthen me going through there. And, and, and so that's I, I attended as many trainings as I could, as many monthly meetings as I could and tried staying around like-minded docs that were doing what I wanted to do when I got done with school. And uh, so when I showed up on Monday on class, I was, you know, on fire and and uh, tried to drag a few other students with me. Most of them drowned, but yeah, nice. I, I, did, I did what I could to save as many as I could. Um, yeah, so that I mean that that's really what kept me focused on on the style of practice I wanted to have and, and not getting bombarded and drowned with the the bureaucratics of, of school. So you know, people, there's lots of people that know you, Paul. Um, you know, and there's one thing about being on fire, and there's another thing about seeing a thousand a week. So, and that's what you've done. You busted a thousand a week. And, you know, what's that like? And, you know, there's a whole different spirit. Even if, pe- even if some people saw people for free, they couldn't see a thousand a week. I mean, that's a whole different energy, a whole different spirit. Yep. Why don't you give people an idea of what that feels like, the inspiration and vision to be able to to do that day to day? It's not easy. I'll start, I'll start by saying, I mean, it is in some senses and in some senses it's not. Um, there, there's no greater high feeling, you know, um, getting done at the end of the day, serving a ton of people. It's just it's. You know, and, and again, my mentors growing up always said that the less people you see, the more, the more depressed and less energy you have, and the more people you see, that the more energy and the more excitement and and the less sleep that you need. And it's and it, it literally is true. It's you just it, you feed off that energy, but it, it does take uh, a special commitment from the doc to to want to go to that place, um, and it takes team training and that's just the same reason why you're coaching people because if the team doesn't know the procedures and the principles behind the procedures um the office isn't going to get there doesn't matter how big the doc wants to grow um you know how big his vision is if he doesn't have a team that supports that vision uh embraces the the work that it's going to take to get there they'll never they uh, will never succeed and so it's you know it's i had a great team still have a great team 
Um, that's why we're still we have a very a, a large practice. Um, yeah, so it's it, it's work though. It's not uh, it's not it's not uh, it's not made for the weak at heart and the the, the weak in body because it's it's you got to train yourself as as much as you're training your team to keep yourself in shape and able to handle those amounts of people and not only physically but spiritually and mentally and the in the whole component so that you're ready to to serve all day long. Yeah, well, that's one thing. Like I said, you have to train your body physically, and I think that's one thing that people don't understand. If you're not, if you don't have the physical stamina, you literally that could be a practice killer right there. Um, you know, I had an experience in my first couple of years. I saw about 350 a week, and me and my buddy were in a clinic, and then he moved from California to Washington, so I took over his practice. So um, Friday, I saw about 100 people that day, or 90, and then on Monday, I saw. 165 and I was blown I was so tired man it took two weeks to get in shape to be able to see 170 people yeah, yeah. so it's like at a thousand man you have to train I mean you have to, your nutrition has to be right yep. you can't be subluxated yep you know you got to be on top and especially mentally emotionally do you meditate before you go in your yeah absolutely that's you know that's part of our team we, you know I, I see my day before my day um, and I train my team to do the same thing. We concept new patients in. We concept people, you know, beginning care and following through. And, and we concept healings happening and, and curves correcting. And, um, and and that's just part of the lifestyle that you need to coach and teach your patients too. If you if you're not living the lifestyle and and, and really walking the walk that you're talking, patients aren't going to follow through. They they are people are looking for leaders in their lives. Um, and it's your responsibility to to live that same life. You can't show up and and instruct somebody to do certain things nutritionally and and biomechanically and all these different things for their body and not be doing the same thing for yourself and your team as well. And uh, if you're if you're doing that and, and um, success will follow because people are going to want to they want to be led they want to they want to get on the bus with somebody that's doing what they want and every and most people um, I would like to say all but most people would want and do want to have what we have living the chiropractic lifestyle, but they don't know how to get there. And, and uh, they're depending upon us to, to kind of guide them and, and drive that bus down the road for them by example. Yep. Well, one thing I know when you're on fire, your patients, you, like, just like what you said, Paul, I mean, they're almost envious that you have a purpose like that. And they see that, you know, you're just lit, you know, your energy is just lit up. And it's such a magnet for people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's it's you. Know, what are they? What's the saying that that I heard before that uh, set yourself on fire and people come to watch it burn? Type. Of, you know, whatever that. I, I don't know exactly where I heard that, but something to that state. But it's yeah. The more on fire you are, the more the more uh, energy you have, you're gonna you're gonna suck people in, and so it creates a funnel. Um, and, and people will just show up without you knowing why they're showing up. And, and really, when you have that focus and that energy, it, you don't. The marketing can go away. I mean, you still need to do stuff, but it's you just create that synergy in your practice, and and people are just attracted to it without you knowing why they're attracted. And you're like, where are all these people coming from? And it's just because you're so on on purpose and focused um, on serving. And they just show up. Yeah, so how do you do that day to day? Like, how do you, because that's one thing that people always ask me, and I know you, you're just, I mean, you're just full of passion and purpose, but there are habits. Like you said, one of them is envisioning your day. What's your day to day habits look like that keep you fired up, and where do you find that 
passion and purpose every day. You know, it's I, I um, again, it starts with taking care of myself. I mean, I'm up at typically 4:30 every day doing my training and, and my personal disciplines to get ready for my day. Um, but then it also comes from doing the research, like when you shared with us down here. You know, finding research that that keeps you um, grounded, that keeps you, it's your, it can use it as your anchor, that keeps you motivated to want to get up and share the story every single day and and tell the truth. Uh, I think I think unfortunately what happens with a lot of docs in practice is that they they get beat down by the world. Their patients are coming in. They're they're told that you know you know don't go to the chiropractor, the chiropractor this, the chiropractor that, and, and they're not solid and grounded in who they are and their and their what they can offer people, and and they get weak instead of standing up for who they are and what they stand for. And so the more anchored you can be in your principles and and things to fight against that that outside in living. Um, the stronger you will be in your conviction, and pay, again, people will be attracted to that, and they're gonna, they're gonna. The more, the more sure that you are in yourself, or the more that you know that you know that you know, when you're given that report of findings or that test results or whatever you want to call it, people will understand and they will commit and and follow through because they that passion and and certainty is coming out of you, and the the more that you're you're weak and aren't grounded in your principles. And your technique, or whatever you want to to share, the the less people are going to follow through because because they can sense whether you know they can sense it. They can sense that you you don't fully believe in what you're telling them. And so, again, it's why it's great that you're doing these chiropractic uniteds to keep people on purpose, on focus, and and growing in who they are. Because the more we grow in who we are, the the bigger we're gonna you know we're gonna become chiropractically speaking, and and that's when the world starts to change. Definitely. Well, one of the things that, that I always talk about is, you know, you didn't pick, not you, but anybody who's a chiropractor, we didn't pick chiropractic, chiropractic picked us. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, we come here, man, we are the chosen, and it's a profession that we lay hands on people. So that means, you know, that, that chiropractors have gifts that other people don't have to express. I mean, somebody may be a musician, and that's great. I'm not a musician, <laughs> but uh, I can lay hands on people and show them how to heal. So when you're on a hands-on healing profession, you have a gift and energy that is an unlimited source. That when yep. you learn to tap into that, man, all of a sudden, like you said, Paul, you create a vacuum and people get sucked in. And then the next thing is... You know, if, if chiropractic picked us, and this is one of our life purposes, I mean, we're also fathers and, you know, at least three men on here, we're fathers and husbands and all those things. It's like my greatest fear and the greatest fear should be not doing your best. Yep. Like I'd hate to be at, at the end of my life and say I didn't do my best. So it's like there's no time to waste on half-assing something. Yeah, for sure. Which uh, brings me to the next thing, um, which is another reason, aside from being a totally awesome guy and chiropractor, but you're also a corrective care doc. And people say you can't do corrective care and see volume. I mean true corrective care with rehab. Mm -hmm. And you see boatloads, hundreds and hundreds of people a week doing corrective care. So mm -hmm. how did you get into that? Uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> It started with me, but no, you know, I uh, how many ever years ago when I was introduced to Pedabon, um, you know, I was again serving large masses of people, and um, actually it was Ron Overstein when Ron when I was working with Ron, and 
Ron had met Burl somewhere and Burl came down and spoke at a thing uh, that Ron hosted. And, and then, uh, you know, I, I met you. And since then, I've, you know, um, have, have taught corrective care chiropractic in my office. And you just have to set the systems up right. And now we're, you know, getting into more biophysics stuff with everything that we're doing. Um, but it, it can be done. And it just has to be the systems have to be set up properly to be able to do that. But uh, that's that's stinking thinking for somebody to say that you can't see lots of people and do do structural corrective wellness type care in your office because because it can be done yep. um, if you you know remove your blinders and and open up your mind to a different way. Right. You know, I worked with Burl for a while, as you guys know, and his biggest day was six hundred and seventy two yeah. people. I've never seen that many people in a day. Oh, my God, man. And then the funny thing was he took the next day off because he was tired. <laughs> that was in a 24,000-foot clinic, 672 people. And he's like, forget that noise, man. I need a day off. <laughs> that was funny. That, that's, that's like two months for most docs out there. So. Yeah, I know. So... So now that you got the practice game down, man, you're fixing spine, you're seeing great changes, you're really delivering true chiropractic, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So what's the vision for the groups and uh, Big Top, and what do you see, man? And you want to start your own coaching group. Well, so, Well, yep. first off, uh, explain what Big Top is, and you know, there's a lot of people that might not know what's going on, Fred, so... We ought to let them know. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I'd love to wrap. I mean, that's kind of that's been my immediate passion. We just finished that thing two weeks ago. So, um, you know, big top. I, I've been doing the monthly gatherings for shoot over two years, and uh, so we're, we have local docs here in the Portland, Vancouver area that come together and we we meet. Um, we bring in speakers from all over the country. Fred spoke two months in August. Um, Dane Donahue's coming next month. Anyhow, so we just bring in speakers from all over the country, and, and uh, I just had a bigger vision for it than what we were doing on a monthly basis. And, and similar to what, what Billy D's got going with Cal Jam and, and New Beginnings on the East Coast, um, and, and Ron Overstein and I were on the phone after he had spoken here, and, and uh, I was just sharing my, you know, kind of my vision and what I felt led to do. And he's like, you know, go, and he was just encouraging me. He's like, and we just kind of walked through the process, like go old school. And I'm like, and we just started talking more about BJ and, and what the old school Lyceums used to be like. Um, and so that's really how the vision of that thing came together. And, and so it was, you know, we had it here and I had a patient that has 50 acres and he opened up his 50 acres and we put up a gigantic tent, um, on his property and we filled it with chairs and a stage and lights and, and had beverages in the back and, and just went old school, uh, Lyceum philosophy gathering. And that's really what the, the big top legacy gathering is about. It was, you know, all of us, you know, the theme was become legendary and it was about all of us coming together, getting excited about what we have to offer humanity and encouraging each other, strengthening each other and, and getting fired up for chiropractic and, you know, this was the first year, and we had a, a couple hundred docs. It was it was a great event and team, and you know, and, I, and we really encourage, you know, whether it's Cal Jam or New Beginnings, you, you need to get your team there. Um, you know, we teach in our in our programs that you know the team is seeing the patient twice as much as you are. They're seeing them on the way in and the way out. So if your team's not grounded in in the principles of your practice, then they're not going to be able to encourage the patients patients uh, the way they need to be encouraged and and uh, and guided. So that's you got to get your team to stuff. Yeah. Cool. Right on. 
on. So, what's your vision, man? You have this group going. Um, you know, is this you want to create another Northwest Cal Jam type thing? Like, what do you see? Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly what what kind of the vision of it is. It's I mean, it's it's not going to be Cal Jam because it's going to kind of stay old school. Um, and I mean, I love Cal Jam. I've been there every year. So, and I'm, you know, but it's I just I, I still see the tent. I see it being unique in that manner. Um, I, I see hundreds of docs, you know, if not a thousand docs coming together and, and, uh, celebrating and having a good time. Yeah. So, well, it's going to be a lot of beverages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had a really nice choice of beverages. I might add too. <laughs> well, I, I, I think it's great though, with all these, these groups, you know, that are, have the same, um, goals. I mean, in between that and Facebook and all the social media, yeah. I mean, we're actually getting chiropractic back on track away from these metabactors, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's really, and, and that's really what it's about is, is, you know, if it's to whom much is given, much is expected. And, and I honestly feel like you said, Fred, that we were called into this profession and, and I knew at that instant that, um, it was my responsibility to do big things within our profession. And if, if I don't, I honestly, I don't, I don't think I would sleep well at night because I know that, you know, I have a big responsibility to, so not only for my practice and my people in my practice, but for the profession at large. And, and uh, we need more docs to actually step up and take responsibility for our profession and, and get the message out. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome yeah, stuff. Yeah, we want to get Deed at your uh, Epoch group, too. Let's do it. Next couple months. Yeah, yeah. He actually, when, when we actually schedule him, we're going to be his booking agents now, Fred. So we just got to book him for the podcast, too. I think that's what we have to do. <laughs> just, <laughs> just tell him where he needs to be and what, what to do. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. So, yeah, he, he actually um, did. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. I was going to say, I did get an email. He apologized that he couldn't be on uh, this podcast with us, and he apologizes. So I, I did get that. So he did tell us. I just didn't know it when we started recording. <laughs> so anyway, um, you got a pretty good following up there in the Northwest. Um, so yeah, it's been great. You know, I, and it, it's it doesn't come without effort. There's you know, um, that's the other thing I would you know my goal is to change in our profession is the the complacency and the apathy of a lot of docs. And it's just to you know I think if we keep pouring into them that it eventually they'll. They'll catch on to the spiz and get excited about what we what we can do. Yeah, you know, Washington's been a pretty straight state compared to a lot of states. So we got a lot of subluxation-based chiros up here, and we got some pretty good volume guys up Absolutely. here in the Northwest because it's a it's really like I said, it's a pretty subluxation-based state. It's really a great place to practice. You're in a bit of a small town, Vancouver. It's kind of, it's definitely not big city, man. So it's, uh, no, no. And, and we, and I, we're, you know, we, we're right next to Portland. And so the, the guidelines and, and structure of Oregon is, is significantly different than Washington. And, you know, a lot of docs and chiropractors in, in Oregon do anything but chiropractic in my opinion. So, um, you know, that's a state that needs our encouragement for sure. Right. <laughs> well, we'll help you in any way we can. Absolutely. So, Get some people going there. Uh, It'd be awesome to have D. We'll we'll get deeds scheduled. You know, we like when you were there. We have you know average seventy five to 100, 100 people at the our monthly event. So it'd be great to get him here and and fire people up. And now is it a one day event or is it a two day event? Well, the, the, our big top that we put on last month is a one day event. 
all, all day on a Saturday, but our monthly gatherings are just a couple hour philosophy meeting. Um, again, really just like, like DCS and core and, and all those that are, that are going on. We just meet once a month for a couple hours, mm -hmm. um, locally. And again, it's just, you know, we, you know, kind of the guidelines is, is no practice statistics, talk, no egos, you know, check the ego at the door and really come in and, and have fun with each other. And, um, you know, we, I have been lucky enough or fortunate enough to have a few students from, from Western States that are showing up and hopefully they will continue to show and start to drag more of their, their colleagues, you know, to our meetings and, and, uh, we, we let them come at no charge. And wow. the goal there is just to really help them stay, stay grounded in what chiropractic is and not get screwed up, um, from the school and, and keep them focused on, you know, what, what's going to be like when they get done. That's so awesome. As a graduate there, do you, have you gone into Western States and spoken? Do they allow you in there? <laughs> I, have, I have not attempted that yet. My One of my associates, um, he just graduated less than a year ago, has been back actually. one of the We have a, a professor that comes to our, uh, to our monthly meetings, and she was at Big Top as well, and, and uh, she's had him back at least once to speak to her class specifically. But... Um, I know I've been emailing with Ted Korn, and and uh, he's going to come out and speak as well, and he's trying to, to get into there. So if, if Ted can get in there and speak, I'm sure I can get in there and speak. So yeah. what's the deal with that school, man? Are they, you know, they close and lock the prison doors in there and don't let it, you know, <laughs> yeah. the guys in there? <laughs> you know, that's, that's the, the, the president has changed hands since I've been there, so I don't know the new president, but uh that was kind of the scenario when I was there. Is they they did not let anybody that was subluxation based on campus. So, yeah, they're scared. Yep, they're scared that people are going to find out what chiropractic is and leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go all go to life or Palmer. <laughs> yeah, right. That's funny. So uh, yeah, I would like to get in there too, man. I would like to get in there and promote your group. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, it actually would be good maybe. Um, Do a tag team thing? Well, a tag team, maybe when Deed's in town, if he, you know, he, if he wrapped with the the president, maybe get BioFigs' group going or something in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, we always use Deed's clout to get us into places. <laughs> him in front of us, and then we sneak in the back door yeah. behind him. Hey, Whatever to, works, man. Yeah, I, I have to say, you know, Deed and I were just at Life University, and I hadn't been on campus per se in quite some time because, you know, I'm a graduate from Life, Life East, and I have to say the campus looks amazing now. Um, Fred, if you haven't been down to Life East, I was blown away with what they've done the last, I guess, two or three years at, at the, the college. I mean, you know, I, look, I listen to you guys talk because I know where, where Fred went, too, and, you know, a lot of the people don't know how lucky they are when they go to, like, a subluxation-based school that they get tired of listening to some philosophy, but when you get out in the real world and you realize that um, that many doctors aren't exposed at all to this stuff, I mean, we were really lucky at life. Yeah, yeah. 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 You had it. You had it at the school for you. you didn't have to seek it out. Yep. Right. But see, I went to LACC, so when you went to Western States, so we just were angrier when we graduated. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. Hey, yeah. Yeah, if you just want to bring him, you know, kill your school, then it, it throws you the other way completely. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know, Don well, was shoot, like, I, as young as I was, didn't really know anything, and, and you know, it was just getting my feet wet. They, my 
second to last quarter, they brought in a naturopath that started sinking doing vaccines at Western States when oh, I was there. Geez. You're no, kidding. No, I'm f- friggin' serious. It's, it was ridiculous. Oh, my well, gosh. Well, Oregon's got to be one of the most liberal states. I mean, you can deliver babies and do gyne- yep. yep. You still do that, gynecological exams and all that stuff? That's a new patient exam, Fred. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> nice. Oh, they're they're teaching it. Put that's, that on paperwork. Yeah, you know that's that's crazy. You know some of the 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 most uh, philosophically based uh, doctors. I mean, look at you know Don. What came to, out of Western states? You know, and all, all these docs. I mean, you went to LACC or SCUS, whatever it's called now. Um, <laughs> so, well, I shouldn't really make fun of it like that, but it really is the acronym yeah. for it. But, uh, you know, it, it's amazing that, you know, all these doctors, I mean, you guys really have to seek out what philosophy is and what chiropractic is, which is a uh, good testament. I mean, uh, it shows why you guys are so passionate, too. Hey, our one philosophy lesson was like in the third quarter trimester or whatever it was. And the, the instructor, Paige Morgenthal, I still remember her name, her whole, here was her philosophy story. That Dee Dee and BJ got in a fight, and uh, Dee Dee tried to run over him with his car or something. It was like that, <laughs> that was our philosophy. Like, great. And then basically, they told you you couldn't say the word subluxation after that. It doesn't really exist. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's crazy. I know. I used to take my student loans and go to seminars. Wow, wow. Yep, that, that, and that's what I did, man. All my student loans, I yep, I traveled and, and went and, and seeked it out, you know. And learned chiropractic. Yep. And then I lived in Orange County and went to the beach in the summer and had, you know, and then you buy the notes, go to the beach, buy the notes, and use your student loans to go to seminars. <laughs> that, that was LACC. Wow. We didn't have a beach here. It's green. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, we gotta we gotta get fired up in these schools. You know, they got the whole CCE thing going on now, trying to basically overthrow the CCE. Got this is actually a pretty critical point right now politically. And there's a you know you get on Facebook and you see all these things going on, man. A lot of people are making some moves to really change chiropractic right now. So yeah, it's exciting actually to see all the docs that are really. You know, Steve Tolias is stepping up, and a lot of guys are really um, stepping up to, to to save our profession, literally, is, literally, is what yeah. it comes down to. Yeah, there's... Yeah, we're going to be in, in, sir, Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, there is a there is a small little faction down here in Florida that's trying. There's a couple DCMDs that are trying to... They're emailing campaigns, trying to gather. They're, they're not the FCS or the FCA. They're... Uh, some physician chiropractic group that's trying to make headway the same type of crap that that happened, you know, in every other state trying to expand our scope. And, you know, it's yeah. it's just crazy the stuff that these people stand for, you know. It really is. It's really, I mean, it's, if, if they dug down into what our profession was founded on and, and, and how it's helped thousands, if not millions of people over the last 116 years, it has nothing to do with all this medication crap they're trying to infiltrate in our profession. You know, it's just ridiculous. And they're, they're so like, oh, they want to be accepted by the medical community. You know what? I'm very well accepted by the medical community, yeah. by neurosurgeons and orthos in my area and physiatrists. I mean, we get a ton of referrals. I mean, way more than uh, most chiropractors get. 
And, you know, when you pull them aside and you ask them that it's because we're unique and different and we actually can explain what, what scientifically what, what subluxation is and they yeah. get it, they understand it, and the patients are happy when they come out of the office. And, you know, and it's these people are they're I don't know what they're striving for, but it's not going to work. I mean, it, you can't yeah. you go the way of the osteopath. Nobody even knows what a DO is nowadays. Yeah, they don't. They don't. And again, it's just guys that are weak. Weaken their principles of what they're what they're offering people and aren't and aren't certain in their technique. Yeah, you know? and and they're fuck. Oh, sorry, oh, that's okay. I can, I can bleep it out. Miserable. <laughs> no, those guys are miserable, man. Because you go like what we, we, you say, Paul. Man, you see volume. It takes a couple hours for you to calm down. Yeah. When you're done, I mean, it's harder to see 30 people a, a day than it is 130, or 230 is even easier than 130. Yep. As long as you have the staff. Yep, exactly. 200 on the tables is easier than 50 on the tables. Yep. Yeah. And, and those, yeah, those, guys, those guys are not satisfied with who they are oh, man, they hate and, and what they're practicing. So they're looking for something that's easier. And, you know, it's, it's like, the, you know, the grass is green on the other side scenario when it's not. It's, it's ridiculous. Yep. Yeah, we talked, we got into that. We were really dogging on these guys. We had Liam Schubel on here a while ago. And actually, uh, next week is Steve Tullius. So, oh, nice. Yeah, Steve's a great guy, man. I mean, he, Steve, Steve literally sold his practice or was selling his practice when I talked to him and is, is getting politically involved in profession so that it is, it is not lost. I mean, that's, that's his – he felt called to do that, and that's, that's what he's doing. I mean, he's, he's – I don't want to say he's taking one for the team, but he's literally taking one for the team and, and, and stepping out to where most people would not even consider um, to save our profession. I mean, he's stepping up big time. Yeah, and you know what, man? Practice is easy compared to that. I mean, you look at the level of purpose. These guys – you know, you have purpose-driven practices, and that's awesome. But when you get into doing what he's doing, man, the stress oh. and the nightmare, practicing is easy compared yep. to doing something like that. Or even what you want to do, uh, Paul, and coaching and all that. You know, when, you're, when your principle and your purpose raises, it doesn't get easier, but it is more rewarding. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. get to a whole nother level. I mean... You know, watching patients get better is so friggin' amazing. But uh, oh, and you goof off all day long. I mean, what, what we do is—I mean, I—I I, I don't really look at my office as work. I mean, I get to show up and and you know, like you said earlier, lay hands on people, help them get well, and, and have fun all day. You know, if you got the right type of practice, it's not depressing and and you know, negative, and you don't come home, you know, with your tail between your legs and your head down. You know, it's it's. It's awesome. You're having fun. You know, we have a ton of kids that come into the practice. And there's nothing better than, you know, smiling, drooling kids coming in, high-fiving you, hugging you, and having a good time. It's, these guys need to pull their heads out and get focused on what they have to offer people and, and start doing it. Well, that's because your patients aren't kind of coming in complaining about pain either. You've done a job of teaching them what chiropractic is for. So they're not, Doc, you know, this hurts and that, that hurts and those small kids are coming because they love to be healthy and they get it. Yep. yep. And your patients get it, man. That's why it's fun. They're not I haven't been asked to, to fix a hemorrhoid yet, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Just keep a little preparation H up at the counter. <laughs> we have staff members that provide that. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, shoot. Cool. Good stuff. 
Yeah, so anyway, uh, well, what do you want to add, man? Uh, anything you want to add, Paul? Or man, I, I just would, I would encourage docs to really step up and play big in their communities, get involved, you know, get involved, find, seek out a group. If there isn't a group, start a group and uh, really start, you know, inviting the docs across the street from you. And the, the more unity we have within ourselves and the less egos we have, the bigger and faster this profession is going to grow and we're going to get our message across to people. But the, the more, the more we are ego driven, self-centered, um, and unwilling to, to invite the doc across the street for fear of losing a patient, um, the, the further downward our practice is going to go. And so I, you know, I just would encourage, encourage docs to, to seek out a group. And if there isn't one in the area to start one and, you know, pick up the phone, call your neighbor, invite them over and, you know, and, and just strengthen and encourage you. If you want to, you know, have Billy D started and we start our first one, you just, you know, start going through the green books or whatever you want to do and just start talking philosophy, sharing ideas on how to, you know, to, to strengthen the profession, strengthen the community, get a bigger message out to the, the people of your community. Um, and, and that's how it's going to happen. And it's not going to happen until we all start to come together and check the egos at the door and, and really, you know, play big for chiropractic and not for, you know, your office and you. It's, it's again, it's about, it's about our profession at large. And, and uh, that's, that's, that would be my challenge to everybody that's listening is that you get involved and, 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 uh, and step up. Absolutely. Well, I think that's a good point, man. Unity is really the key. And, you know, people sit in their little cubby holes in the practice, you know, and they go back and forth. And I get it, man. You have families, you're busy, things happen. But, you know, you have to go to seminars. I know my, out of all my practice career in 15 years, that I grew the fastest when I was taking my team every other month out of town, getting them out of the clinic and bring them to a seminar consistently. You know, we brought them to all the, we brought them to the philosophy meetings on, uh, I know up here in Seattle on Monday nights, my team had to go with me to the philosophy meetings. So, and you know, in your epoch group, for those who are in the Northwest, you gotta bring your team there. You gotta take a shower. You know, we used to go to DE every three months. It's like you got to wash off the husks of all the crap of the insurance companies and all that stuff that you deal with, and you got to get bathed in the in purpose consistently. Yep. Yeah, we, you know, I had a good buddy of mine that, you know, his wife, he said, you got to go get, you get flea dipped, you know, it's, yeah. you got to, you got to go get dipped every, you know, every, every month is great. The more you can, you know, can go get dipped every month to keep your light burning stronger, the, the better, the better and more successful your practice is going to be and your team, you know, and it's, and there's, there is no friggin', there's so many beautiful people in chiropractic. There is no reason why you should not want to go hang out. I mean, it's. There's yeah. not a there. We're everybody is an amazing person. Um, I've never been to a training of principal docs where there's just not smiles and high fives and hugs and and beautiful people walking around continuously. So get out of your sneaking office and go get involved. Yeah, man. Because what are you gonna do? Hang out with lawyers? Yeah. yeah. Bank tellers? You know? Yeah. No, man. You hang out with chiropractors. Yeah, and it's yep. a, it's a big, big difference. Like anybody that's been to traditional trade show versus something like what we're talking about, it's completely different. It's not the same thing. It's a lot of fun, and you have the same common purpose and goals, and you share a common ground. And it's not the typical where you go to a seminar for just CEs just to get CEs. It's about bringing purpose back into your life and, and keeping that passion of chiropractic up. It's wonderful. 
Yeah, it's it's a blast. It literally, like Billy said, Billy D says, it's a big party, and it, it really is about coming together and celebrating. And that's, you know, again, that's how Big Top was founded, and that's why we had it as close as we could to the anniversary of chiropractic. And every year, it's going to be right around that anniversary of chiropractic, the week before, the week after, depending on how the weekend falls. And and that's and that's it. It's come together and celebrate who we are, what we stand for, and and how we got to move forward. So. Nice. Great. Awesome. Well, my hat goes off to you, Paul, because you run a big practice, and to do those groups, as you know, like we talked about, that's way harder to manage. You know, corralling chiropractors and getting commitments in advance, you know, that's a that's a more challenging job than being in practice. So my hat goes off to you, you for your purpose and uh, what you're starting up here in the Northwest because we need it up here. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's awesome. Oh. Well, cool, man. Uh, anything else? Anything you want to add, Joe? No, I, uh, that that sums it up. I mean, I'm excited to come out to uh, one of the next events. You know, of course, it's a little bit farther flight for me, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm willing to do it. That's for sure. Because it is. It's about Shoot, Deeds. It, Yeah. Deeds only an hour, I think, right? Boise to Portland's like 45-minute flight. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll just have to book it for him. That's it. We'll volunteer. He just volunteered, uh, Fred, you and I for something at at, at life. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, volunteer him for this too. What did he volunteer us for? Uh, we're we're gonna be going down to the school. We just got to pencil it in so uh, to talk to the students. Nice. So yeah. So he he volunteered me. They were coming up and excited about it, and he did, forgot to tell me about it. But uh, I'm excited to give back anything I can to the school and the students. You know, it's it's fire. It gets me fired up to see the passion in their eyes. You know. Well, Paul, get back with me with a date, and uh, I'll yeah. we'll just send it to Deed and tell him, dude, you're you're here. Yeah, you're, done. He, you're booked. <laughs> yeah, he'd love to do it. Deed loves that, those types of things too. And next year, we're doing less seminars so we can get out and you know have more days to do some joint uh, events with other docs. That's for sure. Cool. Awesome. Then I'll be, I'll be at, uh, is it Phoenix, Fred? No, yeah, you're going to cervical rehab. Yeah. Yeah. November. Yep. That's right on. Awesome. Yes. Well, cool. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us, Paul and chatting with us. You're an awesome guy, man. You're always on fire for chiropractic and truly an inspiration and uh, certainly a magnet for, uh, many, people not only patients but for doctors so appreciate that about you and uh i guess there's nothing else we're signing off Kyrie united october 4th and we'll see you next week and we are talking to steve tullius so thanks paul and appreciate it guys thank you all right guys take care take care have an amazing night all right you too